Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome to Everyday Perspectives, and I'm your host, Erin Panzarella. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. We are on episode 28. That's freaking crazy because that means I've been doing this for 28 weeks, and it's been a journey so far, and I really am super excited for what's going to unfold with the podcast. Um, I definitely value everyone who listens and I'm so appreciative that you're coming back or if this is your first time tuning in thank you so much on everyday perspectives I really unpack my own perspectives on what's going on within my life what's themes have come up um, that were either a limiting belief that I'm either working through or have worked through before and really am seeing the other side of it or how I've been able to step into my power um I work a nine-to-five job for a nonprofit here in New York City. And I just am really passionate about helping people and using the tools or sharing the tools that I've used over the last few years that really helped me navigate through my life and really have transformed the way that I see my life, really transformed my overall experience. And it's really cool to be able to realize some of the information that's helped me because I definitely know that it's helped other people as well just from my own experiences so if I can spare some pain to someone or help people know that they're not alone I definitely know that I'm doing my part today's episode is something that I always always come back to I always think about my relationship with being uncomfortable And it's something that came up yesterday in conversation, so I really needed to have a podcast episode about it. I'm sure I've spoken about it briefly on the podcast before, but this is something that I've wrote about extensively within the last few years, and it's something that I always come back to, so I thought it was super important. Before I get into the episode, though, I wanted to just take some time to check in with you. Obviously, we're not in a conversation, but we also are, I think, energetically, this is a conversation, and I think that if you've tuned in to listen to this, that means that you're supposed to be listening to it, and I would love for you to connect with me if the podcast resonates with you, and I'll tell you how at the end of the podcast. So um, if you want to just take some time to tune into the body whenever you're listening to this, whether it's the morning, evening, during work, whenever taking just a minute to check in with your body, checking in with yourself, your heart, your mind, seeing how you're feeling. So if you want to just close your eyes for 30 seconds, just ask, how am I today? anything comes up for you just listen to it when you're tuning in and seeing how you feel are you judging yourself I always judged how I was feeling instead of just letting myself feel so I just want you to know 
that no matter what you're feeling right now in this moment, that's okay. That's exactly what's supposed to be going on for you right now. And don't pick at it and don't make it worse or prolong it longer than you have to. If you're sad, let yourself be sad. If you're happy, let yourself be happy. Sometimes I find that happiness scares me because it's like, oh, if I'm happy now, but then something really bad happens, I'm going to be really, really upset, which is like, yeah, that's true, but all emotions are fleeting. And yeah, so that's where my head's at right now. It's feeling both grounded and also just like a lot of ideas flowing through, but I found that I'm actually able to direct how I feel a lot more frequently than I used to. This morning, I'm recording this on Monday night, so I'm a little, you know, a little last minute because it's releasing tomorrow morning, but I just didn't really feel like recording over the weekend, and I was totally fine with it. I felt like no pressure to do it, and I was like, I'll just do it on Monday, and I actually do not regret doing that for the first time ever. Usually I'm kind of like scrambling, but I feel like today's energy is better to record the podcast than yesterday was, which is funny because today was Monday. I worked my nine to five, but yesterday I just wanted to chill. I literally played Animal Crossing. So I don't know if anyone knows what that is on the Nintendo Switch, but I played it for like 12 hours. I've never done that before. (laughs) It was just like a chill day, watched some football, hung out. So I think I really needed that. And now I just, I feel so grounded. And it's funny because I used to always beat myself up if I had a day like, oh, I should have recorded the podcast. I should have did all this stuff. I had an idea of some productive things that I wanted to do this weekend. And none of them really got done. But I literally have no regrets whatsoever, which is pretty much a a first. Or not, if not a first, it's a rare occasion where... I listened to myself, I rested, and I didn't beat myself up for resting. And that's really the direction that I see my life going in, which is super cool to see that I'm connecting more to what I need instead of what I think I should be doing. It's funny because when I get into the topic of uncomfortability, you would think the two kind of like go hand in hand, which they do, that... Sometimes getting uncomfortable and doing the things that you don't want to do, even though they're good for you, is very important. So you could argue that spending 12 hours playing Animal Crossings is not a productive use of my time. But it's funny because the energy behind it is super different than it ever has been before. And it wasn't like an avoidance. It was just resting and relaxing and having a nice day. And there's a huge difference there. But I will get into how being uncomfortable is often necessary and how if you fall into a pattern of habitually not taking action and habitually just like say you stop working out for months and months and months and then you realize that I feel really good when I work out and not pressuring yourself to do it but realizing that you have to start a new habit and part of starting a new habit is super uncomfortable. So I wanted to get into that. Um, Yesterday, when my day started, John was playing NBA Live. He's been playing that on the Xbox for 
so long now. And it's funny because, like, he really never played video games that much. And now we're just playing, like, a lot more because there's not much else to do. And he was playing it yesterday. I forgot. I think I did a yoga class yesterday, which is funny because I forgot that I, like, was productive in the morning, did a yoga class, felt really good. But then I was like, I'm going to chill for the rest of the day. But I came outside and he was sitting on the couch, like, right in front of the TV, like, a few feet away from it or whatever. And he was, like, slouched over playing. I was like, that can't be good for you. Like, I saw his posture and I was like, that can't be good for you. And he was like, yeah, but I I feel comfortable. And that's, like, what's planted this whole seed of this idea for the podcast episode because I was thinking about recording it yesterday. But just because something feels comfortable in the moment doesn't mean it's good for you. And that kind of went off like a light bulb. Of course. We hear all the time, especially if you're a frequenter on self-help or listen to a bunch of podcasts that are similar in topics. Um, We always talk about collectively that the magic happens outside of your comfort zone. And while that's true and the cliche is a cliche for a reason, I really wanted to unpack it a little bit more just using examples from my own life, how I've really seen how this is true and some tips and tools to help you understand that being uncomfortable is necessary for change. And when you're comfortable, usually there's something that's not being fulfilled in terms of moving forward. There's always like this idea of comfortability and it's not actually comfortable. So it's like this false sense of comfortability that I find myself in. I don't think I've ever been comfortable, but I have like a stable job, which I would say is comfortable. But there's a lot of times where that there's an uncomfortability that rises up in another way. So yeah, maybe I'm stable financially, but the uncomfortability of not feeling like I'm living in alignment with my highest and truest purpose is a very uncomfortable feeling and it comes up frequently. And I'd rather have that feeling of fulfillment than feeling of financial security, even though, of course, financial security is very important. And right now I'm prioritizing that over taking a huge leap into a new venture without any sort of fallback. Anyway, um, so yesterday when John was laying on the couch, I saw him and it's like, that can't be good for you. And he said that he was comfortable. And it made me, it like reminded me of, a time where I was, like, in my body specifically, um, I have always had really not great posture. And I think that it's rooted in this idea that I need to stay small. Um, I've always been big-boned. I have a big back. I did gymnastics. I was a swimmer. And I think that those things contribute in a lot of ways. Plus, genetically, I guess I have bigger bones. So growing up, I was always, I felt bigger than other children around me in terms of like frame. And that made me feel uncomfortable because I thought, I really believed this, that like I wasn't girly enough or I wasn't feminine enough. And I still struggled with that a lot into like my 20s and it still comes up even still. But I really realized how my posture was 
impacted a lot. And I would slouch and I would like really turn my shoulders and you can't see me. <laughs> I'm like trying to demonstrate for you, but you can see, not see what I'm doing. Um, but I've like, I really did slouch in and I would just make myself really small. And that's what I got used to. That was my posture. And I always looked down and there's like so much slouching. So I got this tool called Upright. I don't use it as frequently as I think would benefit me. Um, But in the beginning when I got it, I was wearing it every day. I would wear it like everywhere. And anytime you're slouching, you like set your levels, you set what your upright position is. But anytime you're slouching for a certain amount of time, maybe five seconds, if that's what you set it as, um, you get like a vibrate on your back. So then it's a reminder, you know, to pull up and to straighten up. So when I first had gotten it, my comfortable posture was horrific. And I was slouching. And every time I, like, I had that thing on, I would vibrate constantly. And then they have, like, an analysis. I was slouching, like, 93% of the time. Not even joking. And I didn't feel any pain from that. Like, I didn't feel a burden in my back from slouching. But then when I started to correct it with this tool, I, I was having a lot of back aches. And I thought that was so fascinating that. I'm doing something that's good for me and I know it's good for me and I feel better. And there's certain parts of my body that definitely, I feel like more confident. I felt an opening. I definitely could see that my walk was different. I'm going to use this tool more guys, (laughs) but it really was helpful, but I was having back pains and what a good reminder. This specific instance is for me is that when I'm doing something that's good for me, In the beginning, it's very uncomfortable and it was physically uncomfortable for me to sit upright and not slouch was uncomfortable for me. But of course, we all know that having good posture is a really important health tool. And I think that it's something that we can all be mindful of. Of course, I don't think you have to buy a device that you're not going to wear like me um, in in order to do that. But Like I said, I'm definitely going to use it more because I have it. Um, But I think that being mindful of your posture, I think that even like when someone talks about posture, um, even when I like listen to podcasts where people ask you to check in yourself and they're like, sit up straight. And then you realize like, oh, I wasn't really sitting up straight to begin with. It's really interesting the way that happens. But I was just reminded of the initial uncomfortability of doing something good for me like straightening up my posture it was very uncomfortable at first physically and that was a very obvious way for me to see how this is true and this applies to all areas of life I think that talking about a physical example is probably one of the easiest to convey like the posture but I also wanted to go into some other things that I think that impact us just as much like the habitual emotional kind of things within our life so Um, I would say that I'm pretty comfortable with not talking so great about myself. It's a habit and it developed from a very early age and it's something that I've grown comfortable with. Anytime you have a habit, I think that there's something safe. It's safe to say that there is a comfortability there, but recently I've been really mindful 
of my mind, the way that I speak to myself and really honing in on the things that I think are now even more prevalent because I've been doing this work for so long, like over seven years now, when I like first realized that I was separate from my thoughts. I think that now at this stage of my journey, I'm just understanding like there's recurring things that I still haven't really unpacked in a way that is completely drastically changing my life. And I know that it's small steps every day and I really give myself a lot of credit and I want to be extremely proud of myself for how far I've come. But that's uncomfortable for me. Even to say that out loud on the podcast feels uncomfortable because I'm so used to beating myself up or saying like, oh, I have so much left. I have so much more left to do. And I think that in conversations with people, it's way easier to complain or to like notice something like, oh, I'm so stupid, like kind of silly little comments that end up not being so silly or so little after all. And just kind of being mindful of those has been a really big indicator of what my internal environment is, especially about myself. I've been realizing that it's way easier for me to communicate something that's going wrong for me in a lot of ways with a lot of people. It depends, I guess, on the person, but it's also just the normal conversation. I think that we're conditioned that gossiping or complaining or whatever is a way that you bond with people. So to talk positively about yourself or your life or something going on is actually really something that I struggle with. It's something that's uncomfortable for me because it didn't seem, it wasn't natural because of the conditioning. And I think that's really important to note that some things that we think are completely unnatural, it's not that they're unnatural. Like, I think that we always say like, oh, I'm just not wired that way. Or, oh, that's just not me. And I would have believed that eight nine, 10 years ago, maybe even five years ago, that there were some things that I was like destined to have. Like I was like destined to have depression, destined to have anxiety. Like that's just, that's just me. But now I know that there is something that I can do about it. And just because that's what my natural state feels like doesn't mean that it's actually my natural state. It's just what I'm used to. I'm not saying this to discount any sort of medical condition. I definitely think that I have my own chemical imbalances that I'm working through and seeing what works for me and what doesn't. But I think that it's very important to note that things that we think are natural can also be due to conditioning and due to habitual behaviors, things that were mirrored to us in a very impressionable age that we just have assumed are natural, but they're actually not. And I've definitely have seen this within my own life that I've needed to shift that thinking that, oh, like complaining is natural or like girls just gossip and things like that are actually not true. And now when I'm talking and like, I have to be really mindful now to see what I'm saying about myself, what I'm saying about my life, when I speak to other people, And does it reflect my truth or my conditioning? 
And is there something I can do about it? So I've really been noticing that I want to be a more positive person in terms of the way that I speak about myself. And to do that means that I'm going to have to start talking positively about myself to other people, which is super uncomfortable. Like it doesn't feel right for me at first and it feels really weird and it's like oh like not to not to seem like I'm bragging or like or I used to always like downplay things with jokes or like offset them like saying like something good about myself but like ugh, I look terrible today and like like comments like that really are indicators of what we believe we deserve in terms of attention from other people or deserve within our life. And I think it's been really important for me to understand and to notice how I'm speaking to myself in conversation on the outside or in the inside. Though most of my conversations internally have been pretty negative for most of my life. I know why that is. I think that's very common, especially for women and men. But I think that women in society are definitely conditioned more so to speak to themselves negatively. And I've just been noticing my internal environment and shutting off the thought at this source. And it's not in this spiritual bypass way, but it's in a very much a realization that I do not want to speak about myself in those terms. And if I see that thought, I have to notice it and know that it is there. But I also know that it is not true. And to stop believing all the thoughts that come up in my head and realizing that if I can think something, which at a lot of times I think is untrue, that's negative. What if I think something positive that right now maybe it's not, it doesn't feel true for me, but what if I continue to think it? And what if I continue to actively make a decision to think those kinds of thoughts instead of focusing on those negative thoughts? And it's been really important. I feel the shift internally in how I feel about myself, how my day is going is completely different. So I've been really working on not having anxiety about things that don't exist, (laughs) which sounds um, obvious, but I think that most of the time anxiety is based on some fear of something that's going to happen in the future that literally does not exist. So I've been really working about on not freaking out about something that's not there and it's been completely transformative. Like it has changed everything for me. But I've also been working on waking up in the morning, doing a meditation and saying, I'm going to have a really good day. And I definitely have mentioned this before in the podcast, but it wasn't like I was doing it and then I stopped and then I realized where my mental state was going. And now I'm like refocusing on that sort of practice because I realized that I'm the one who gets to determine what my day is. I'm the one who gets to say, I'm going to have a really good day. And instead of waiting for like me to determine how my day is going to go based on what happens within that day, what if I just set the tone for the day before anything happens? And then even if things come up, they don't have to impact me that much. So even today, today is Monday, Mondays, you know, and I had a really good day. 
And I woke up, I did this meditation, it was a new one on Insight Timer. Um, I can put the link to the meditation, I don't even remember what it was called. And I don't even remember what was in it, but it was really about setting your tone for the day. And it was funny because I really didn't feel like getting up out of bed this morning. It just like didn't feel right for me. (laughs) You know, I just didn't want to get up. So I didn't get up early like I like to do. And like I've been trying to do more frequently, but I just put the headphones on and laid in bed for however long this meditation was. I don't know, 10, 15 minutes. I literally felt like a completely new person. I was like ready to take on the day after I did it. And it felt so good. And at first it was like uncomfortable, like, oh, I have to leave like the comfort of being asleep to do this meditation. And then I was like, you know what? All right. I'm just going to do it anyway. So I did it. Felt super good. So I've been really focusing on taking a morning mindset into my day instead of determining my day based on what's coming up. So today I'm still in the midst of an audit. It takes forever. Fun times. My auditor called me like so many times today. And usually I know for a fact when that happens, I'm like, oh, my God, I'm so overwhelmed, blah, blah, blah. And like completely go off the deep end. And then I end up doing less because I'm so freaked out in my head. I literally got so much done today. Every time I called, I was like, hey, man, what's up? You know, like it really did not impact my mood in any way, shape or form. And I didn't feel drained. I felt so in sync and so grounded. And I was just like, this is my job. This is what I do. And it really, I know, was so impacted by that morning ritual of setting the tone for my day instead of letting the day set the tone for me. So that's been a practice I've been really thinking of. And it wasn't comfortable at first. Like, it's not comfortable. And I think that any type of change is just not a habit at first. So it's just not going to, it's not going to feel as comfortable as not doing it. There's so many changes I have made over the course of my life that I was like, ugh, this sucks. Even daily celery juice. Um, I've been a little bit stagnant with it, but that happens every few months. Um, But I have celery juice mostly every day. Um, for the past two years. Oh my God. In the beginning, I hated it. I almost gagged the first time I did it. Um, I also at the time had a lot of cystic acne that I didn't know what to do with. There was just a lot of things going on internally. So I was ready to be uncomfortable with daily celery juice and waking up a little bit earlier to do the celery juice and to drink something that I didn't think tasted good in order to deal with the other things in my life that were not comfortable. And I think that's the whole key is that when you do something uncomfortable in the direction of what's good for you, you are also eliminating an uncomfortability from something that's not good for you. And I don't think that we think of it that way as often as we should, because then the decision to do it becomes so much easier. There's always some sort of benefit that comes from doing something good for you. Like that is for certain. And we can all attest to that. And we all know that with whatever it is, think about something you've done that's good for you 
and how good you feel doing it or how good you felt after doing it or how accomplished you felt. That's true. No contesting that. But we don't often think of what was eliminated by doing that good thing for us. And if we start to shift our mindset about it, saying that, yeah, this is uncomfortable in the present moment, but what is the long-term uncomfortability that I'm going to get rid of by committing to myself and committing to this new habit today? That has been such a game changer within my life. And I really just wanted to share this message to anyone dealing with I mean, this is still the beginning of the new year. I can't believe January is almost over, but a lot of new habits are established and I don't, I'm not really one for resolutions anymore, but I definitely know that there's some sort of collective energy of making a change at this time. And it's important to just realize you're the one who benefits from making a change, from getting uncomfortable in the direction of doing something good for you. And it's going to release an uncomfortability that's bad for you. And I'm using good and bad as like terms, but of course, those are labels that we put on it. But you know when you feel good and you know when you don't. I know when I feel good and I know when I don't. And I know what habits make me feel good and I know which ones make me not feel good. And I think getting truly honest with yourself about what those things are is the most important step. And then you got to do something about it. If you want to wind down with me, that's really all I wanted to speak about on this episode. I'm trying to keep these uh, shorter in length. I think that just feels right for me. So I don't want to go too far down the rabbit hole because I could talk about this for hours and hours and hours. Um, If you have any questions about this, if this resonates with you, I would love for you to contact me. Um, I actually got my first message from someone on Instagram telling me how much they resonated with the podcast. And I swear I'm like still flying high from it. And it happened like, I don't know, over a week ago. And it was so beautiful. And I just, I went to um, camp almost 30 two weekends ago from almost 30, the podcast. I don't know if you know it or listen to it, but it's something that I resonate with a lot. And just connecting with like-minded individuals there was like so important. And I'm definitely looking to connect with more people, which is also uncomfortable. I hate trying. No, okay, I'm sorry. Scratch that. I feel uncomfortable trying to make new friends because it's like putting myself out there. And then I'm an adult and I feel weird. And I also know that I want to connect with like-minded individuals. So I got to do that uncomfortable thing right now because I know it'll be good for me. I know it'll be good. And it's going to also like eliminate the fact that I don't really talk to that many people who are into this kind of stuff. And that's an uncomfortable, like I want to have people to grow alongside with. And I do have that, of course, in my life. And I'm so grateful for the people that I do. But I also know that I'm ready to expand. So getting uncomfortable with reaching out to people. So I did that. Um, I reached out. There was like a a list of the people who were in attendance. And of course, like you put your name on the list if you were open to be reaching out, if you were open to someone reaching out to you. So I reached out to a few people and like 
that was uncomfortable. I felt weird, like kind of messaging people like, do you want to be my friend? (laughs) And that's not a comfortable thing to do. But putting yourself out there is one of the best things that you can do for yourself. So anyway, um, if this podcast resonated with you, I would love for you to share it. Um, to connect with me, I'll link everything in the show notes. And then if you want to just take a breath with me to cleanse and to connect with something that you are going to do that's uncomfortable, but you know it's in the direction of where you want to go. So let's just connect with whatever that action step is take a deep breath in through the nose and breathe out through the mouth (sighs) just want to thank you so much for listening and i'll catch you on the next one